Welcome home to philosophy, where we wonder about everything and anything is possible. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Corey, the Laughing Philosopher. Life is complicated. The world is complicated. And you are complicated. Figuring out how to live a happy, meaningful life, guided by wisdom and reason, is not easy. Is life a game? What is love? Should I fear death? Is this a just world? Almost from the moment of birth, you've been told how to behave, how to fit in, and how to fulfill other people's expectations. You fear that you will lack importance or cease to exist in the lives of others if you think for yourself and question the rules and roles you've been told define you. Wisdom and reason will remove this illusion so you can live authentically in the world around you, find your true purpose, and become your real self. Episode 78. Should you point silverware up or down in the dishwasher? This episode is being written from my favorite coffee shop in Beacon, New York. It's called Big Mouth. Perfect, right? I'm reading a true story from Facebook. Recently, my husband died from bone cancer. In his final months, he suffered a lot. At one point, my husband received 45 consecutive days of radiation treatment. When he finished his treatment for the day, my husband would go straight to his favorite Italian restaurant for dinner. He would eat half, and on his way home, my husband would give the other half of his meal to a homeless person on the street. There are so many. For 45 days, come rain or shine, he did this. My husband wasn't famous or special. He wasn't a great man. My husband was just a nice man. Humans are skillful at labeling people into types and groups. We generalize our knowledge and experience of familiar persons and groups to unfamiliar persons and new groups we see or interact with. Why do we label people? Simply because who we interact with and what we think about them determine whether or not we will survive the amazingly complicated social world. Labeling just makes it easier to navigate the social world and to achieve success as a social being. Labeling 
begins as a baby. By nine months, a baby's heart rate increases when it sees a stranger. But who counts as a stranger? Babies react not primarily to what people look like, but to their actions and behavior. And they especially react to one particular kind of behavior. Very early in life, babies respond better and more positively to people who are nice to others. Those who are nice to babies themselves or those who babies see being nice to other people. Babies even prefer animals and puppets who show and practice niceness. Babies divide the social world into two groups. Some people are nice and some people are not. Almost from the moment of birth, humans prefer and respond positively to niceness both in ourselves and others. Whenever you are nice to others, doesn't it make you feel good about yourself? And whenever you see other persons act nicely to one another, don't you feel good about them? This is a true story from LinkedIn. Today, my six-year-old daughter watched a homeless man on the street. He was crying. She asked me, do you see that man crying? What's wrong with him? I said, he must be sad. My daughter replied, maybe he's hot and thirsty. So she walked over to him and said, Don't be sad. It's a pretty day. The street is dirty. Why don't you go home? The man answered, I have no home. My daughter looked at him with the saddest face I've ever seen. So you have no refrigerator and no food? she said. Then she handed him a few dollars from her Minnie Mouse purse. You should eat at McDonald's. It would make me happy. My six-year-old daughter brought this stranger to life. More people followed my daughter's example and gave him money. The homeless man told me that his mobile home caught fire and everything he owned was destroyed. Children love to be nice and see no further than a helpless human who needs someone to be nice to him. Think about how you live. Many things you routinely do 
have absolutely no purpose or benefit, but you do them anyway. Utterly pointless actions you know are useless, but you do them again and again. Stopping the microwave before it beeps. Pushing the walk button a hundred times. Turning down the volume on your car radio whenever you're lost. Test clicking a pair of tongs before you use them. Saving a document more than once. Pushing C or clear on a calculator over and over. Checking for an intruder behind the shower curtain before you bathe. Whenever you're really hungry, searching the refrigerator twice in case any new food has magically appeared. Life isn't too short. You just waste too much of it automatically and unthinkingly doing utterly pointless things for no reason other than you've done them many times before. The real cost of pointlessness is the number of heartbeats you exchange for it. And you possess only a finite number of heartbeats. And this gets worse. Praying is pointless. God is omniscient or all-knowing. He wouldn't be much of a God if he wasn't. This means that God already knows what you want even before you pray for it. And more, God already knows whether or not He will give you whatever you're praying for, even before you pray for it. So, if God knows before your prayer that He will give you what you want, then your prayer is useless. And if, even before you pray, God knows that He will not give you what you ask, then your prayer is futile. Prayer is either useless or futile. This is why Jesus warned his followers not to pray for stuff. Just like pointlessly pushing the closed door button on an elevator keypad, it may give you some emotional satisfaction to pray, but prayer is pointless. Believing without evidence is pointless. Aldous Huxley said, the deepest sin against the human mind is to believe things without evidence. Asking a priest about heaven and hell is pointless. Pointless because there is no evidence even that the afterlife exists. Fearing death is pointless 
pointless because there is no evidence of anything to be afraid of. You are born knowing only life. And so life feels familiar and comfortable and death feels strange and unfamiliar. You fear death, but for all you know, you will simply return to where you were before you were born. Besides, you really never face death. In life, you don't experience death, and whenever you do experience death, you're no longer alive. Priests do have strong beliefs about death and the afterlife. However, beliefs are not evidence. Claims are not evidence. Belief is pointless without evidence. Besides, priests have many beliefs about many things, but certainly not an infinite number of beliefs. And since no one is perfect, and everyone makes mistakes, no human is infallible. Even the Pope has some false beliefs and sometimes is certain to be wrong. Priests have beliefs, but they are not infallible. Each and every one of their beliefs can't possibly be true. Some of their beliefs must necessarily be false. So, why do priests treat every individual belief as if it must be true? Maybe it's their beliefs about death and the afterlife that are false. Worrying about things that don't need worrying about is pointless. Some things are up to you, and some things are not. Some things are not in your power to control. Stop worrying about them, because you can't change or avoid them. Look backward, and you'll see that most of the things you were worried about in the past never happened. And most of the things you're worried about today will never happen. These things don't happen, not because you worry about them, but because these things are not up to you to happen or not happen in the first place. Worry is pointless. Acting as if you own the world is pointless. It's not your world. You just feel like it is. You are not living on the world. Just as apples come out of apple trees, you came out of the world. You are of the world. You are like a drop of water from the ocean. Every chemical substance in the whole ocean is also in every individual drop of water. You are not in the world. The world is in you. If the carpet is green, then every thread in the carpet is green. 
You don't own the world. You are the world. You are a keyhole that the world looks into to see itself. Searching painstakingly for that one right way is pointless. Almost from birth, you've been told that there is only one right way to do everything. There is only one right answer to two plus two. They equal four. However, there is more than one right way to four. Three plus one equals four. Zero plus four equals four. One plus one plus two equals four. And so on. In life, in your life, there is always more than one right way. Stop wasting your time trying to find that one right answer to every question. Should you point silverware up or down in the dishwasher? The answer is yes. Both are right ways. Stop wasting your precious heartbeats doing pointless things. Do something purposeful. You were born to love and live niceness. Make your life and the lives of others a softer place. Be nice. If someone kicks you, be nice. If someone beats you, be nice. If someone abuses you, just be nice. Confucius said, He kicked me, he beat me, he abused me. To this man, hatred will never cease. In life, it's not what happens to you that matters. What matters is how you respond to it. Your happiness is determined not by other people's actions, but by your reactions. This is a true story from Nice News. It was a beautiful October morning in San Francisco. I volunteered to give blood at my daughter's school. After my appointment, I walked to my car. It was parked two steep hills away. I mastered the first hill, but I became so lightheaded walking up the second hill that I had to sit down on the sidewalk. A young man walked over and asked if I wanted help. I'm okay, I replied. I just need to rest. About 30 minutes later, I managed to climb the second hill. At the top, I could see the man who offered to help me. He had been waiting in the park across the street to make sure I made it safely to my car. This may turn out to be a nice day. I'm not sure. I've never seen this one before. 
You may think this day is just like any other, but it's not. No man ever steps in the same river twice, for it's not the same river and he's not the same man, said Heraclitus. Today is not like other days. You've changed. The universe has changed. Everything's changed. Today is different from yesterday. You can choose to make today the nicest day of your life. There is no reason why it shouldn't be. But if you act like today is just like any other day, you will live in error and falsehood. And instead of the best day, you will make today your worst. Because nothing feels worse than a missed opportunity to be nice to someone else. Well, I've just taken my own advice. I was just standing in a long, slow coffee line. Behind me, I overheard a young woman complain to her mother that today is her birthday, and out of all her best friends and close colleagues, no one remembered. As I handed over a $20 bill to pay for my coffee, I quietly asked the cashier to buy coffee for the two ladies behind me and to keep the change for herself. I then surprised the young lady Today, your coffee is free. Happy birthday. One way to make today a nice day is to love people and use things instead of using people and loving things. The title of this episode is also the title of an article on dishwashers that I happened to see. The author wasted a lot of heartbeats thinking about which way to point silverware. Spend your heartbeats wisely, not pointlessly. You don't need a reason to be nice today. You can be nice for no reason. Be nice to someone just because he or she needs being nice to. Today, I became a better friend to myself. So can you. And it is always today. Thank you for listening. I hope you will take what you've learned and be a better person 
Think for yourself. Question everything. Accept nothing that does not agree with your own reason and good sense. And I promise you, despite its sham and drudgery, you will get on pretty well in this crazy world. I'm Dr. Robert Corey. Until we meet again, be good.